0: at me and welcome back to my Best Vintage Life podcast. I'm here with my co-host Art Bazercanian. Hi guys. And together we are two of Baz Brothers Unlimited, a vintage wholesale warehouse based in Fresno and Los Angeles, California. Our third member is not with us today, Mr. Rafi Bazarkanian.
1: He's busy in LA.
0: Yeah.
1: Couldn't join us on a three-way. Us Baz Brothers are really into that connecting.
0: Connecting. Right. Okay. Jumping into my normal notes. If you want to reach us by email, it's admin at my best vintage life podcast.com. I have a permanent out-of-office set up on there just because I'm getting a lot of repetitive questions. So it's going to tell you to read our FAQ first and then reach out with any further questions. So especially when it comes to ordering wholesale, make sure you read those first on our website. That's mybestvintagelifepodcast.com. And the email is admin at com. If you have any business-related questions, please keep those to email and not social media. I don't like to do business over social media. I don't think that it's professional, so please reach out to us via email. Social media, you can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Pinterest. We're about to hit 5,000 followers on TikTok. We're very close. That's cool. Yeah, very exciting. We've, we have two new amazing clients from TikTok, Yeah. local and semi-local. Right. And uh, really, really great, hardworking kids. So, I am I'm very impressed with yes, them. Yes. Yes, me, I, I as well. Um, if you'd like to rate and review the podcast, if you're shy and uh, you're looking for a way to support, that would be a great way to do it. Ratings or stars, reviews, just a few nice words. Doesn't have to be anything crazy detailed. You can do that on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. Podchaser supports all platforms and devices. And it's always a pleasant surprise. We got some nice reviews uh, since the last recording. So thank you to those who left them. Very, very much appreciated. Thank you for your time. Yes, just like any other algorithm, it helps people find us. And that's what we want to do. We want to help people. And we can't help people if they can't find us. So thank you. And um, as always, the website. Don't forget to sign up for our Vintage for Business newsletter. That's very helpful if you're a vintage business owner and it's always free and I don't spam. So at this point in time, if you've been listening to the podcast for a long time and you still haven't done that, I think you're, I don't know, I think you're missing out. Big time. Yeah. I
1: find it informative. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I really <laughs> do enjoy them.
0: Okay. Well, great. I've, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback. I've changed the format a few times and I think I have finally landed on one that works the best. Yeah. I
1: like the fact that it's a quick burst. You could read it in two to three minutes if you're a decent reader or five if you've been in school in california recently (laughs) but hey i'm not judging
0: i mean i can't talk my high school Um and the wholesale FAQs are on the website as well. Those are the most important things. Like if you ever even have an inkling of reaching out to me about placing an order, please, please, please read those first. They're very thorough. Yes, I, I, well, I put a lot of time into the website. So I mean, it's, we have to get you know, rid of
1: one employee because that's all their job was. And FAQs. <laughs> oh, no, you're joking. joking. I gotcha. <laughs>
0: And if you're interested, I'm going to be doing a new blog post soon for the girl in the awkward outfit. Um, I've gotten some new signups for my blog. So thank you to those who signed up. And um, it's not something I have a lot of time to spend on, but it's fun. I think maybe I'll do something um, within the next week or so. And then I'm also, I got invited to join the Wisdom app. Wisdom app is like online mentoring. It's kind of similar to Clubhouse. If you're familiar with the Clubhouse app, I've never been on Clubhouse. Um, but Wisdom is more of like a mentor sense. Although some people I don't think are using it for that. Um, but you can find me at Bridget Morawski. I haven't done a talk yet. I'm a little hesitant because I don't even know if anybody on the app cares about vintage. It seems like it's a mishmash of subjects so we'll see if you're on the wisdom app give me a follow and um let's see oh um we don't have any um new patrons but one of our existing patrons never got to ask you a burning question so they asked you one now
1: is it half a question since they're late
0: (laughs) it's not but there's a picture involved which makes it kind of difficult for the audience to follow along okay but can you just talk in general about vintage led zeppelin t-shirts and what um their value is
1: okay well vintage zeppelin from the 70s is one thing 80s is another right um see with my experience with zeppelin i think the most i've ever sold one for was i want to say by itself like 350 right But one time, I had a Zeppelin shirt, the concert tickets that went with it, and the poster. Oh,
0: yes. I think we've talked about that before. It was like a little package Yeah, Yeah. it was
1: like had provenance, knew who it was, and this boutique in New York ended up paying $1,000 for it. And of course, they used it for photo shoots and other things, and they made their money back on it. But realistically, the most you can expect for a, a 70s Zeppelin shirt is anywhere from two fifty to four hundred. Okay. Unless it was given to you by Plant and Page, then you've got provenance, or you got if you have things that go with it that create a story, then mm-hmm. people are more likely to pay more for it.
0: I'll show you the picture of it afterwards. I don't think it's fair to show you, and then the audience can't like participate. But I just thought it would be good. We could still talk about it in a general sense um, because people do come across those occasionally. Absolutely no,
1: but you got to pick thing is, Zeppelin has been reproduced so many mm-hmm. times. You just got to be careful.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Don't
1: overpay unless you don't know the source.
0: Yeah. I'm not sure if she sent me an image of the tag, but it's just an image of the front, I believe. I'll have to double check. So, okay. Um, and you know what? While we're on the topic, I usually do this in the middle. But since there's no new patrons this week, I'll just really quick talk about our patron program. Uh, we have our $5, 50 $100 level. Our $5 level is open to an endless amount of people. You can join, leave, come back. There's no commitment. Um, you get an on-air shout out for your own person or for your business or both. And you get to ask art a burning question like what we just did, and then you get two bonus episodes of the show a month. So on the off weeks of the normal podcast, you get two episodes. So you're actually getting a bon- you're getting an episode every week. Um, And the bonus episodes are just me for the most part. I think Art joined me on one or two so far. And we have 13 now, 13 bonus episodes of Back Catalog. I posted all the titles on Instagram the other day. But, um, you know, it's it's a really like, um, in my opinion, a low risk, high reward investment. So consider doing that for yourself and you'll support the pod. Right now we are having insane feedback on our headphones. So we're going to be using the patron money to buy... New headphones because these are shot. It's been three years and they need to go. Uh, $50 level, I have four spots open. It's the same benefits as the $5 level, and you get a one hour uh, mentor call with yours truly. Take advantage of that if you're trying to finish up the last quarter of the fiscal year strong. And then the $100 level, we have four out of five spots open. And that is all the same things as the 5 and $50 level. And then you get an additional monthly audit of your selling platform or website. And then you also get a free copy of our retail math course. So all good stuff. If you want to check that out, it's patreon.podbean.com slash my best vintage podcast. The link for it is in the show notes. It's also in the Instagram uh, link tree, TikTok link tree, lots of places where you can find it or you could just Google it. So thank you so much for your support. We really Really appreciate it. And it's nice in times like these when I need to buy new stuff. I know I have people backing us and it's very helpful. So thank you. Thank you. Jumping right into today's topic. So we have three new mini topics uh, for this week. The first thing we're going to talk about. Hang on one second. Let me unfold my Just notebook. so you
1: guys know, she comes up with these topics and usually she tells me about two of them. And then she- she comes, and then the third one is a surprise. But then sometimes she gets rid of the two that we discussed, and then two are surprises. So I, if, I, if I ever sound like I'm winging it,
0: I That's am. That's not true. Not true. Well, whatever. Mm. I mean, maybe. Maybe, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you like to keep me on my toes. These, which these I like. three,
0: you know. These three, you know, uh, we went over. Okay. Yeah, we'll we see. went over. Okay, so the uh, first thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> the first thing I wanted to talk about was the twenty percent rule. Twenty so, percent of the people suck. No, not. I no. <laughs> mean that's that's gracious. Yeah. Um, no, twenty percent rule. So you have twenty percent up and twenty percent down. So what are I've we talking dealing, about? Pricing? Or? Yes. Uh, let me. I'm, I'm trying to get there. Come well, on. Okay. All right, <laughs> okay. All right. So I've been talking with a lot of my mentees about pricing, and I'm going to give you some advice that I give them. So when it comes to pricing. I have a 20% rule. So we're going to start with items that are priced too high. For example, if an How do you item- do know if it's too high? Well, if an item isn't moving, right? Yeah. And you know it's an amazing piece, you have a lot of faith in it, you know that it's, it has a high value and it's still not moving, then I think it's worth marking it down 20%. Okay. Okay. If something is, you have like faith in it, but you know, it's damaged, got holes, got stains, something like, you know, but not everyone is turned off by that. A lot of people are, then maybe you want to take it down, maybe an additional five to 10%. So that is my first part of the 20% rule Okay. Is, okay. Why not try and take it down? Cause you can always start high and drop down. Now, a lot of people have been talking about raising their prices. They want to raise their prices as an overall whole. So a really great time to do that is if you're dropping like a new collection or a seasonal, you know, selection of clothing, whatever it may be, and going up 20%. So it's kind of like too high, maybe try dropping 20, too low, try going up 20. They're not such crazy jumps that your customers are going to question your integrity,
1: no, not at all. I mean, it's like going from 20 bucks to 24 Right. You know.
0: Well, how do you feel about that? It really doesn't play
1: into for me because of what I do. I understand. Do. Yeah. Me, uh, I usually will, my prices are very steady. Very rarely do I change them, even when there's pressures. Like okay. right now is the first time in, I think, 10 years I've changed prices on things just because it's absurd what I'm paying for shipping. So I've had to padded into some things, but I'm, I discount things only to get somebody to try something that they're scared to or hesitant. And then I'm like, trust me. Okay. Well, sometimes that difference of 20% sways a customer to buy right. something, but it could also work on a retail end. So I completely agree with you.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I just meant from a retail point of view, If you well, you agreed.
1: I just apply to what I do. Mm -hmm. I wholesale, but I understand it for the retail, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah, and another thing that I wanted to add on to that is, what do you
1: think about doing twenty percent, like when you know the season's ending, like you're getting close to the end of selling jackets?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that it could it could apply to various situations. Those were just like the two that I think I hear the most is, do you think this is too high, and I want to raise my prices? Well, what do you think along?
1: How, how long should they have it for before they do that? Is it a month, two weeks, three weeks? What do you think a long time having inventory is?
0: Well, I mean, it, it really, it's subjective to the items. So you just mentioned seasonal items. Right. Okay, obviously that, there is a very sweet spot. So let's say you have holiday sweaters, for example, and you have a few left and you're you're inching closer to the holidays then i think you need to start marking down especially you have to also take into consideration transit time for shipping if you're not a brick and mortar and you're online i would say like two weeks before the deadline day you know that's when you need to start marking down Yeah,
1: and don't you think it'd be good for our listeners who aren't in the biz to say to that's when they should shop for something I mean because that's yeah I mean that's when Especially you get some if it's good need it as a
0: gift you know right. if you're buying for yourself doing some shopping for yourself absolutely um but you know in terms of items that aren't related to a specific date I think it really just it varies and I typically tell people to go with their gut you Four know Four weeks six weeks I mean it really it depends I think six weeks is way too long I do too yeah yeah I, I think like
1: retail it's like three to four to me
0: yeah three weeks yeah. you know what i mean especially if you're limited on space um, and it's something and if it's something that the margin even with the markdown is decent just move it yeah get well if it you out. did
1: if you took the retail math course you'd understand that even with that 20 percent, you're still fine yeah you're still making a profit of at right. least 50 percent to
0: yeah. yeah, no, I mean, then you're going to make up for it in other ways. I mean, there's going to yeah. be items I mean, where you have a huge margin, items when you don't have much, and then it evens out in the end.
1: You know what I used to do? I used to have a rack at the Rose Bowl mm-hmm. that if you bought from this rack, anything on that rack was half off.
0: Interesting.
1: Yeah, and okay. it, all, you can't believe... How much stuff I would move.
0: Do people ever like do the switcheroo on stuff though? That's always my concern with like. Oh, I'm sure they did, but pricing. I didn't care. By then I
1: had a nice buzz and I was having a good time. I was selling crap I didn't care about.
0: Hey man, stuff's cheap. Cheap, get it. What do you want, jacket? It's too fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> take it. <laughs>
1: hey, you mind grabbing me a Corona while you're That's- out there? I was
0: was telling Art a story Uh, about me being drunk in in New York City at a bar, the Bleecker Street Bar. I'm sure some of you... Oh, the Super Bowl. Some of you have... visited the Bleecker street bar and it was super bowl sunday 2000 and you, you figured out the year for me just because cool. the team's playing yeah. it was
1: new england new versus one and the giants. the giants so when new new england patriots were
0: yeah. undefeated
1: when they had randy moss yeah and so i had a girl there with
0: me that i had met through a fashion styling course that i had also taken in new york she came down from boston naturally a patriots fan and i just i don't give a shit about football uh, but we were in the Bleecker street bar and then this like girl showed up and just like stuck with us all night and we were all really drunk, but I was just reminiscing about two boots pizza because <sighs> two boots, I've eaten more two boots pizza drunk than any other pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Is I've that had your a, claim to fame? I've had a drunk at grand central station. I've had a drunk on Bleecker street. I've had it drunk multiple times in LA. It's just, it, it goes on and on and on. So, um.
1: Weren't you drunk after Tori Amos? Oh, and yeah. you had it then?
0: Yeah. Always.
1: <laughs> I love those stories. Yeah, I've,
0: I've ended my concert drinking, though. I mean, I don't drink that much in general anymore, but uh, my concert drinking was getting out of yeah, hand. Yeah, so
1: nice not having to pick you up from these random bars around
0: town. Oh, <laughs> shut up.
1: <laughs> Can you pick me up? I'm No, I... <laughs>
0: It's irresponsible.
1: No, she's never done that. I'm just teasing. I've never done
0: that. <laughs> oh. uh, I, I I personally I'm like I'm I like drinking in my house now these days. I've just gotten used yeah, well, to. Well, you're it, sophisticated. So. You like yeah.
1: you like the wine.
0: I do like the wine. Mm. It's much cheaper to to drink a nice bottle of wine at home.
1: <laughs> thirteen dollars for a bottle as opposed to eight dollars a glass. Yes, win a win a. Okay. Wine with dinner.
0: Sorry, we we uh, have moved away from our topic. Okay, sorry. It's okay. The next one, and I think, Art, you can probably speak more to this than I can, but I thought we could talk a little bit about um, barter and trade. Uh, Um, So, a great way to pay without, in quotes, (laughs) paying. this
1: is a surprise, but I like this surprise. No, I
0: told you about this. No, whatever. Okay, but I, you know... um, I, my notes on it were, you know, when it comes to barter and trading, you have to accept that value is what you're looking at, and not necessarily quantity. I mean, sometimes you're going to trade one or two things and the other person's going to have a lot more. You know what I mean? It's, 100%. It's all about value and it's a oh, great no. reason to um, grow your relationships with you know, other resellers and, you know, or be good to the sources that you have. And also you have to get comfortable with putting it out there if you're looking to do a trade, um, because no one's gonna know unless you ask. So you also have to be a little outgoing in a yeah. sense.
1: 100%, I've been bartering and trading ever since I was probably seven, eight years old, maybe even four or five.
0: <laughs> a little hustler.
1: Yeah, whether it was marbles and apricot pits. Uh, see, I don't know if people know that, but in Lebanon, apricot pits, were very sought after and very valuable. Yes, For the what pits, purpose? Uh, when you dry them, there's a game you play.
0: Oh, like marbles. Yeah, but like they jacks. don't roll. No, they don't More like Kind of like jacks.
1: You still that would f- hurt your hand. No, you play in these drains that are a little concave, and you take your apricot pit and you chuck it in there, and the object is to knock the other pits out of the, the thing. So you ended up with pits. Oh. So if you got a good apricot pit that was kind of bulbous uh, yeah. that would knock the other ones around you didn't want the flat ones cuz they didn't really do much damage so yeah and marbles
0: marbles my mom really liked marbles I and jacks she taught me how to play jacks yeah we didn't do
1: jacks it was a
0: hard it's a hard game well, so I, 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 remember, a I remember i remember little little
1: white girls playing it <laughs> in school i was like what is this oh at the
0: french school huh at the french school no
1: not in no, there was no Jackson, oh, here. Lebanon. Here.
0: Here, yeah. okay.
1: Over there, no. The other game we played a lot with was a bottle cap game. Oh. So back over there, we had RC Cola was mm-hmm. like the main one. I don't remember Pepsi. I remember 7-Up, but everything was bottles. Right. And so you had the tops, that the metal. So you, those metal, once you took them off, you would use them to fight each other. And it was like, kind of like you push them towards each other and you try to flip it over. And if you caught the other ones with your teeth, the
0: mm-hmm. teeth of the thing,
1: mm-hmm. you got to keep their bottle caps. So that was another way. It was kind of mm-hmm. like war, but you're flipping caps.
0: I'm trying to think of what we have that's similar. Kind of like tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. <laughs> yes. You use like a chip to flip a chip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: But you're flipping a bottle cap. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And so what was cool is you would collect everybody else's. Hmm. And then somebody he came here with all their bottle caps and decided to put them on a belt. And they started <laughs> selling them.
0: Yeah, we just found one. I know. <laughs> like the seatbelt one. Yeah. I, that took me right back. I was like, yeah, oh Bart, my God. I
1: mean, I could tell you the last trade I did, I traded two pairs of Levi's. They were both double X's to a guy who really loves vintage. Uh, and I got a 1,000 pair of just regular pants. So it worked out for him because he was looking to move a whole bunch of pants. And for me, I could have probably sold them for more than I'm getting, but at the same time, I was able to move some units, uh, which I sold as soon as you know I get the thousand pairs, I already have orders, so it goes. Um, my brother is absolutely the king of the barter and trade, he will connect four or five things. And by the end, he hasn't used a dollar, he has used other people's items. And by the end of it, he has what he wants when everybody else is completely satisfied and everybody got what they want. The, the way those work and they work for years and years and years is you don't try to take advantage of anybody you have to understand just what you value something could be completely different than what somebody else values, what they put to perceive that value. But let it go if it's low and you're going to make your money on what you're getting. Okay. Don't be a stickler for, well, these are a hundred dollar t-shirts. I could sell them for them. Well then sell them, sell them and take that 200 bucks and buy what you want. But if you know what you're getting for those two shirts is going to get you 220 250. Why wouldn't you? So just trade and understand that your value is different than what that person has put on it. But at the same time, be smart. You'll make your money on the things that you're getting. You don't have to win and put the other person down.
0: Sorry, I had to use the restroom.
1: (laughs) Is that where you went? Yes. I thought you were grabbing me another beer. No. 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 No, I'm teasing. Okay. Beer does sound good today, doesn't it?
0: No. The Sun it finally isn't. came out. I've been drinking a lot of tea. That's why I need to choose the restroom. Oh, the green tea. No, this is um
1: tea? That's
0: part of the it's part of like this little three tin thing I got at Whole Foods. And one of them is like um there's a green tea for the morning and then there's two non- caffeinated teas um for the afternoon and nice. i have one of those yeah i good them, for the metabolism i, was, I
1: don't know if you're listening or not but i was just i can't you hear everybody.
0: over the fan in the bathroom gotcha. it's so loud
1: well you can hear it later it's quite okay. informative okay you felt like i've you, already gotten you... responses people are texting oh. me already saying wow i want to trade do you wow. want to trade <laughs>
0: wow do you want to add anything else to it
1: oh i added so much
0: oh okay yeah so you're good to move on to the next mini topic yes okay perfect so The last one I wanted to talk about, because a lot of you responded really well to what I talked about with the head scarves and we're talking about trends and stuff like that. So I thought I'd add something else in, something that I'm seeing at least with customers that are coming in and I am seeing it like on the European trend feeds that I follow are um, statement coats. So. And I'm saying this m- because most of you, not all of you, but most of you are in the Northern Hemisphere and you're in fall, winter, buying those seasons right now. I'm sorry to our Southern Hemisphere listeners, but you can apply this, oi, at, oi, a- oi. You can apply this at a later date. So um, I'm seeing people purchase less basic coats and jackets. And uh, I think people are buying things that are more of a statement. So what we're used to people buying are like our best sellers are denim, military, and workwear. Now, not, that's not to say that people aren't buying those, but I am seeing more clients buying um, more dressier coats. So I'm wondering maybe people are anticipating like more of an active participation in the holidays this year versus last year when we were all kind of cooped up with COVID or, you know, I don't know what's causing it. But I think it's, it's cool to see. Um, people oh, I reacting agree. I see a lot of really pretty colored like leather trenches or just trench coats in general um,
1: even the shearling jackets Shearling jackets, the, the, like fur lined collars which yeah. you know
0: take it or leave it however you feel about fur um, we're talking about vintage obviously not new um, just you know like in terms of like, bold
1: I think that's a great yeah, word bold it's colorful. like look at me
0: mm-hmm. so, don't look
1: at my mask look at me yeah look at me
0: <laughs> Look at my face. Look at me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, I just, I see. And then bright colors too. Yeah.
1: You know, all those funky coats I dyed, you know, just to try out every time we had a, so I would throw in a couple of coats. Yeah. Like even with
0: our work wear jackets, we, we um, process some in colors that I had picked. It was like those jewel tones and and people have been buying those. Mm -hmm. So. And then
1: even the ones I did. Random. Oh. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh huh. I didn't write off on that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's not what I said.
1: Ah, that look, that look tells me that. <laughs> no, I had some orders for colors, and I'm like, well, oh, let me throw a couple in there. I like to experiment, see what comes out.
0: We're seeing like a lot of polyester, which I talked about in the one newsletter, like the polyester pants, but I see people, oh, they're buying polyester pants, polyester shirts.
1: Poly, poly shirt polyester jackets.
0: jackets.
1: Yeah, like a lot of the Lee... Uh, Wrangler snap poly shirt jacket. Ugh,
0: <laughs> I and this is high, this is
1: high-end fashion though. That's yeah. what kills me. It's like it's going into high-end stores.
0: I don't know. I mean, I'm happy it's
1: It's a, it's uh, like a 70s I think 70s are going to hit hard next uh, year because if if it's hard already in Japan and Europe with the big overstated flares and bells, mm-hmm. it's going to be here.
0: Yeah, I hope so. I mean polyester does You know not- what? That's
1: probably what's stuck in, in all those cargo ships. All the polyester and flares from Europe. <laughs> and Uncle Joe doesn't want to let it in. Ship, ships, ships, <laughs> ships of pants.
0: Ships of pants. Can you imagine let if the guy if the guys were are like on the deck like waving like disco pants? <laughs> like, let us in. Come on, man. <laughs> disco was fun. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was a fun, uh, a fun observation.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how the Christmas sweater thing does this year or the ugly, the holiday, all the funky ones.
0: It's, uh, it's, I don't think it's ever going to die out. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, I did a TikTok on the ones that we got that we were like a little disappointed on, you know, there weren't a lot of true vintage in there. But um, if people are willing to, you know, mm-hmm. elongate the life of the newer ones and make them secondhand, that makes me happy. It's better than. Well, that's than, our goal. Yeah, I mean, even, that's our goal. Even though I don't like the, I like, I actually do like the old ones. I picked out some really beautiful ones to list. Look, lady, you got some. What
1: insane taste, and your taste is uncomparable. Un- so not true. It's very true.
0: Sometimes you know.
1: Beautiful things are great, but sometimes funny things are cool too. And I
0: did, I'm not saying that the ones I, I look at the fabric that's a big thing for me.
1: You like cotton,
0: I do, and a so, lot of those are like um, cotton blends, right. which is amazing. Yeah, and the newer ones are all just pure, right.
1: Raimi uh, and weird.
0: No, raimy is fine, it's the polyester and the like acrylics that are really bad nylon like I mean there's all sorts of weird stuff up there costumes dresses you're a
1: fabric snob
0: I am a fabric snob I have no problem admitting that yeah I love some people don't know and they just want something funny yes I'm not saying that there aren't funny older ones too there's but the older ones tend to be cuter I found some really tasteful like pearl and poinsettia ones how nice yeah
1: yeah
0: anyway do you have anything else you wanted to add I have to go to the dentist
1: no, that would be a dentiste. Yeah, no,
0: the dentista. After all that candy I ate, my oh, just an update <laughs> update on the trick or treat situation. It did not end well. I actually ended um send ended up sending all my Halloween candy, almost all of it, to uh, the troops. There's a place in San Antonio where you can send. Candy to everyone in the armed forces, probably an appropriate announcement. We're recording this on a uh, veterans day. And thank you to anyone out there who has Absolutely. served or has thank family. You for who has served. Thank you and for your service and your service. Yes. And welcome home. Yes. Um, so a lot of, a lot of troops got my candy. I mean, the, the turnout was okay, I just probably wouldn't do it again, or if I did, I'd probably just put, like, a bowl outside.
1: No, how about just doubling it up instead of being, like, just three pieces, like, yeah, since you did what the Yeah, that's I should have done. Yeah, double it up.
0: I should have done, like, half green pops, six yeah. sour straws, and a sticker. Two stickers. I mean, those kids were impressed.
1: Even the older kids, probably, right? Yeah. Did you have older kids? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, they, like, older kids usually make comments because they've gone through it, so they know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I was a little worried about the ring pops because some of the kids were young, but that's on their parents. It's not my problem. <laughs> I did not get to, um, I didn't get to do that's my, why you should have just given my dramatic him. monologue.
1: Just give them the raisins, like I said. You could have given them.
0: Yeah, we got some positive feedback on your raisins.
1: Oh, some people have gotten raisins then.
0: No, I think it was just they found your dad's antics funny. Oh, man, there's so many. So many. So yeah. many. All right, well.
1: Maybe one of these times we'll talk about, see, my dad, after we had all the different businesses, when he they moved to Las Vegas, they had a small limo company, which basically was two cars, my mom and dad. And when they would get super busy, I'd go out there. And I would drive a Lincoln Town car and would I would have all these crazy execs and take picking them up at Signature Airport, which is a small private airport in Vegas, and then taking them to the hotels and driving around. It was a lot of fun. But after that, he uh, he would sell it to swap meet, Las Vegas swap meet, and. He would rent jackets to people because <laughs> Vegas gets cold. A lot of people don't know that, but it's high desert. High
0: desert, yeah. yeah.
1: and he would rent uh, Levi Sherpas. So I would send him Sherpas, and he would rent them, and he would get a $50 deposit.
0: So what, they would wear them during the swap meet, like when it was still dark out?
1: When it was cold, because it's usually cold from the coldest time, which is weird. Isn't four o'clock, five o'clock? It's always at six oh, to seven thirty eight. So like once so they, the
0: sun's up. That's right. That's
1: weird. And he would get a fifty dollars is what he sold them for. So he'd get that fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. And if they didn't come back. He kept it. He kept it. And he would give them twenty five dollars back. So they will rent it for fifty percent of the price. And that was the gift that kept on giving. Ah, oh, you don't need to buy this. You can rent it. No problem. Take it. No, it's your size. It's cold. You don't want to catch cold and you can't gamble. <laughs> you know.
0: Wait, so your mom drove
1: the limo? Oh, my mom drove. Oh, they oh, loved her. Oh, my God. Oh, they oh. loved her. Oh, do you know who she got to drive? Okay. So it was a great time for Vegas. It was just when Vegas was starting to boom. So you're talking about 90, let's see, 92, 93, the start of all the things. My dad actually drove Derry Garcia and Grateful Dead to the, to the Silver Bowl. I even have the, the ticket from it. In the past, he drove them, and he talked about it all the time. It was so hot. They were spraying the people with fire hoses, you know? And I bet these, they were nice. Oh, he said they were so nice. Yeah. And then my mom, when Hard Rock Casino opened, she drove the cast of, because they stayed at Alexis Park, so she drove the cast of Friends at the time oh God. over there, and she said they were super nice. Uh but at the time, nobody even really knew the show that well. Well,
0: that's what I was going to say. I think there's a famous picture of them. I don't, I'm not a friend's – I mean, it's okay. It's not my favorite. But there's a picture of them on a private jet, and I want to say – I don't know who took them, but he said something along the lines, and I want to say they went to Vegas.
1: Yeah. He said, this will be the last
0: time you go out in public, and people won't know who you are, so enjoy it. Oh, how funny. I wonder if that's it.
1: Well, I mean, Signature Airline, Signature – is the name of the airport uh-huh. and so it would you so pick it was them private, up there. yeah it's that private planes to, I bet that was oh Asia. yeah oh, oh, i mean wow. like the very first time that you remember the sony playstation yeah okay so i was there for that for the ces i had to drive the sony people oh. and they were like oh we have this game console we're gonna debut oh my god it was huge my brother i
0: remember my brother waiting yeah. to get his so yeah
1: then and then the uh julio cesar chavez was my dad's friend he, his family would come because they never stayed at uh, at the casinos. They always stayed at Who's casinos. Julio
0: Cesar Chavez? He's a boxer. Oh, okay. I was like, I just know Cesar. Chavez. No, Cesar. This I is was Julio like, Cesar.
1: What? Yeah. He's a fighter in the times of like I Sugar know Ray, about, Marvin Hogg. Like, I don't know.
0: I don't know much about fighting
1: yeah.
0: other than like the and big, then, big
1: names. Then George Foreman. That Ooh. was another one he, had, he loved.
0: I used to have so, a Foreman grill in college. Well,
1: you know his kids are named after him? I wish i would have done that
0: yeah aren't they all george different or, variations of yes, george's yeah yeah
1: <laughs> art artina you no know, I'm, I'm thinking about
0: that grill they're probably it they probably wasn't like the healthiest coating actually i shouldn't say that i don't want to get sued by george man Korman. that was a good grill it was good though yeah, like in I, college oh,
1: man the best pole sausages. i would just, on that. i would
0: put my the chicken breasts i get home from class and uh make my chicken breasts on the on not me george i Korman. love sausage on it and Lulu kebabs. i i Somebody or I, either I or somebody else in my apartment messed it up, and we had to toss it. But
1: you ever cook sausage on it?
0: Um, I don't think so. Pork chops. I oh think. yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Well.
1: Good times.
0: That's it. That's all we got. Yep. Okay. I. I that's audible. You have to pee. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to sign off then. In the meantime, stay safe, stay sane, stay healthy. Don't be basic. Be kind and don't be basic. Bye.